Welcome to the Bright and Bubbly podcast with Tori and Elizabeth. Today we are talking about style, but not the style that you want to really talk about. We're talking about your stress style. Style? Style. Style is the style. word. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about your stress style. Now, why? Why are we talking about your stress style? Well, because my really cool and hip friend um, named Tori yes. loves to look at magazines and found <laughs> an article in Better Homes and Gardens specifically, yes. my friends, to um, talk all about what is your stress style yeah so i feel like i've dated myself because i'm like i love flipping through magazines but we get all these really good ones so yeah i was flipping through it and it's like one of those little three question quizzes and so i was like wait a second i think this would be great to talk about so that's what i did i literally ripped out the page from the magazine so I guess that really does make me really old because I ripped out the page. I didn't even save the magazine. It. You kept you kept an article to give to someone to share. Somebody. Oh my gosh, guys! I just need to take a moment, please, because. My sister tells me all the time I'm like some 90-year-old woman, and in this moment, I feel like a 90-year-old woman, and I feel completely like, ah! I remember when you didn't even garden and didn't like weeding, and now you're like stuck in Better Homes and Garden magazine. Wow, Tori. You're, not only are you becoming an older lady, you are also becoming a gardener. Yes. It's, uh... It's a process. I'm gonna I'm gonna need some help. But oh man, I I need a moment because I'm like, dang it, this I'm old. But you know what? I'm living it. Yeah. So actually, if anything, this is a light and fluffy way to talk about a tough thing. Yeah. I mean, stress is not something that um, is really our friend ever, uh-huh. but it comes in so many places. And can cause lots of problems in our lives. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's ways that we stress and what happens from that. I mean, Tori and I can both very much relate to that stress eating um, type of philosophy when it comes to handling stress. There's ways that we handle stress, but then there's also um, responses to it or ways that we want to initially react. Yeah. And so not only is it like, okay, when I'm stressed, I go and clean or when I'm stressed, I go and eat food. But in this article, it actually was just talking about their styles of stress. And so I don't think I agree with everything in this article and it's very simple, Mm -hmm. but it's fun. So join us as we Laugh a little bit about something that you normally don't laugh about. Yes. So I will go ahead and read. I'll read the questions and then my answers and then we'll turn it to you and you can do it and then we'll talk about the answers that we got. Um, Also, my dog is here joining us. So if you hear whimpers and whines, Brody, everybody is here. Yes. He (laughs) randomly opened the door on his own and and came in and he decided to join us, which is great. So the first question is, you just got another project that needs to be done ASAP. You will A, send a snarky email complaining about your workload, B, ignore it, 
and organize your spice drawer, or C, stare out the window for 20 minutes wondering how you'll ever get it done. My answer was C, Mm. stare out the window wondering how you're ever going to get it done. Wow. Okay. So the question, the second question, during an argument, your friend says something hurtful to you. You, A, hurl an insult right back. B, storm out of the room. Or C, crawl in bed and will yourself to fall asleep. My circled response is C, crawl in bed and will yourself to sleep. The last question, someone cuts you off in traffic. You, A, honk, speed up, a gesture and yell at them. B, slow down so you drop out of their sight. Or C, are so shaken that you will pull over and park. My response was B, slow down so you drop out of their sight. Wow. So you know that my answers aren't going to be great when I want to really preface this whole thing and go and say, <laughs> there's explanations to every answer. That's so also, great. there's only three questions right. here. So for me, um, to the question one, you just got another project that needs to be done ASAP. You, my answer was B, ignore it and go organize your spice your spice your spice <laughs> drawer most likely if i'm at church and i'm working that day um the stress level is i go and work on another task i still am productive i'm just not working on what i was supposed to do mm-hmm. right then and there uh two during an argument your friend says something hurtful my response was a hurl an insult right back now, I got to justify it. I'm so sorry, people. I'm not justifying hurling an insult. I'm really not. But I didn't. I don't storm out in conversations and I don't crawl in bed and will myself to fall asleep. I will probably say a response and it might be snarky. Um, it would not probably be hurtful, but it would definitely be something that would poke the bear or the buttons at least. <laughs> um, so, ugh, man, see, that this is what I was saying. I'm like, there's only three questions. Sometimes we'll look ugly. Um, I am still human. Yep. Three, someone cuts you off in traffic. And my answer is honk, speed up, or gesture and yell at them. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tori's was the slow down so you drop out of their sight. Yep. Now, I do not yell at them per se or give them mean gestures. But I always go to honk my horn but I currently have a horn that does not make a sound on my car so that frustrates me even more so instead of getting frustrated with the driver I get frustrated that I'm silent (laughs) (laughs) when I'm like you just cut me off or you just did something and I can't even be heard oh that's so like that's the one thing that I don't like um And so my answers were one B and two A's, while Tori's answers were two C's and one B. So from there, you you had these three choices. So if you mostly answered A, you had the fight response. So (laughs) Elizabeth, um, (laughs) if you answered more of B, you have the flee response. And if you answered more of C, you had the freeze, which was me. Mm-hmm. Um, so and then it kind of goes into the coping tips. So we'll talk about that, too. But, yeah, I definitely freeze in situations of stress. Um, let me see what I wrote. Um, 
in stressful situations, I freeze and try to avoid it at all costs. Like it's not even there. So uh, definitely crawling into my bed and willing myself to go to sleep is. Yeah. Like, yeah. I actually have something that I have to do. I'm, I'm going back to school and tell me why I start classes in March and it's February and I've not opened my email. I haven't talked to my advisor. This is really putting me on blast right now. But um, yeah, because you're freezing. Yeah, because it's str- I'm like, oh, gosh, stressful. So, yeah. 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 Wowzers. And I think the timeline of when this poop comes out, I think you will actually be in class. Yeah. So, like, you still, like, we're, you, we're giving away that we recorded this early. But, like, it's that type of thing mm-hmm. is, like, it's going to come, boom, blink of an eye. And your initial reaction, because it stresses you out, is to what? Freeze. Freeze. And, like, poop doesn't exist until it really exists. Yeah. I think, like... It's easy to actually have all three styles mixed together. Mm-hmm. I think that unlike when you're styling for clothing and you're saying like, what do you feel like as in someone that wears hoodies all the time or wears leggings rather than jeans or high heels rather than tennis shoes and like picking out a style. I think with the stress, you can have a little bit of other each one you fight a little bit you freeze a little bit and you flee a little bit Mm -hmm. and uh i know i've done all three (laughs) yeah i don't think i really truly fight as much as the results told me i do i may be who i'm becoming more of instead of avoiding things like i used Mm -hmm. to i think i really was more of a freezer or or fleer before Mm -hmm. i think i'm getting a little bit more into an active place where maybe i'll I don't know. None of them are good. None of them are right, good. Right, right. I know. I don't think I would ever, I don't think I'm ever going to be a fighter. Yeah. In the sense of stress, I definitely would flee or freeze. Um, but the last thing, there's like a fourth response and it says, practice this, flock. Oh. So this is a positive response and it works with all the others. Seek out your community, event to a trusted family member and lean on your friends or meet a therapist or a faith leader. So basically, it's like saying instead of having a fight, flee, whatever, try flocking. Ooh. <laughs> flocking. So instead of hurling the insult, instead of being that aggressive person, yeah. like, hey, like, yeah, no, I get that. That makes sense. Instead of hiding away in your room, instead mm-hmm. of completely avoiding the issue and leaving what was there, um, I have seen that when you walk through and work through conflict, now this is different than stress, there is always a benefit. Um, I think in stress as well is there's a lot of styles of how you will then go and dive into your stress mm-hmm. we mentioned already stress eating i mean that's a common one between tori and i but there are other ones as well mm-hmm. and i think that also plays into all of this and so in that whole flock i feel like we should like turn it on into faith yeah like here we are talking about what is your stress style like is it actually the title of this is is your stress styling <laughs> but what is it styling with yeah is it styling with fight is it styling with freeze is it styling styling with that 
flee flee yeah or can you somehow change it to some faith man and i'm not really trying to make it all spiritual here i struggle with stress yeah i think I mean, everybody does like you i mean this life that we're living is stressful any given day you're stressed and this and that and the other and you know so it it it's just is how you handle it. Are you gonna handle your stress with God? Or are you gonna handle it on your own? Chances are, if you handle it on your own, it, it, you're not you're gonna look like a hamster on a wheel because right. you're just gonna be spinning, spinning, spinning. Um, yeah. And handling your stress, ugh, handling your stress with God gives you the ability to slow down that wheel, hop off, and do whatever you need to do. Right. Well, and I think there's also an aspect to this. That each one of these styles hurts others in such a huge way. I mean, when you are stressed and you fight from that stress, I mean, I think this is why I can actually say that I relate more to the fight. If I'm stressed, I am more apt to be short and sharp Mm -hmm. in my conversation with my family members or my friends. Um, I was... A little stressed the other day and I went to a store. I went to your everyday store like Walmart or Target and uh, I was getting some gift cards, purchasing some things and the cashier just wasn't quite fast. She was a little <laughs> older in age and um, actually if anything I applaud her for trying to learn so much and being so flexible in the job that she has as a cashier, but she was not fast and I needed a little bit more patience and I was stressed out and I really wanted to just bark a little bit and kind of like snap at her to like, well, you need to do this. um, Like it was hard because Mm -hmm. I was like telling this worker like what to do and what was right (laughs) and what wasn't right. And I literally had to ask the Lord in that time. I was like, wait, my stress does not need to jump on her. I do not need to be aggressive. I do not need to bark at her. I can wait. Elizabeth, you can wait two minutes. You can do it. And just like, oh, okay. Yeah. Take the deep breath. Because if I am always in a reaction of fight, I will hurt those around me because I'm fighting with them and they may not know why. If you are fleeing, I mean, then you are literally avoiding and you may even be rejecting those around you. Mm -hmm. And if you are freezing, that means you are not present and you're not there to be able to respond to the situation and things going around you. Exactly. Versus instead of the fighting, if you stay in that place of like understanding and compassion, whew. If I just had understanding and compassion for that cashier, I can pour back into her as she's frazzled because she doesn't know what she's doing. If, you know, something's going on that you really want to avoid and lead, if you stay, what if there's an overcoming? And if you are always freezing, well, what if that action is what actually gets you to not be as stressed, Mm -hmm. which truly is the answer? Yeah. Like my freezing hurts me. I mean, in the long run. I learned these lessons and I'm like, okay, Victoria, if you just would have done this, you know, um, you wouldn't have had to learn that hard lesson, you know. So I do. I need to like unfreeze, get my brain back and just keep almost taking like that fight and making me myself fight. Not fight others, but like me myself fight to, to, to get unfrozen and ha, face it head on. Mm. 
when I could take the freeze and freeze my my anger and frustration from coming out and focusing on the moving forward and not and not the the flee of moving mm-hmm. and f- running away but running towards yeah and I think I mean stress comes in different places all the time and so it's gonna look different we're gonna respond differently yeah. to it and so it's sometimes even not something we're consciously aware of that we're stressed. I know at least I've felt that. Mm-hmm. It'll almost be if we're talking about style, it's like forgetting that you have your glasses on and going around looking for your glasses <laughs> yeah. or that you put a hat or you have a bow in your hair or something like that. Yes. And then being aware when you look in the mirror going, oh, so it's getting self-conscious or understanding yourself and realizing that self-conscious as in a bad way. Yeah. That's not the f- term. The term would be self-aware. Mm-hmm. There we go. That's the word I was looking for. Becoming self-aware that, hey, your glasses are on your face. Hey, that bow is there. And then acknowledging what you do with it from there. Um, but can you believe it? This conversation just came from an article from Homes and Gardens. <laughs> yeah. So... I'm patting myself on the back right now because I'm the magazine connoisseur. Yeah. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) I love it. Oh, my gosh. What has been bright and bubbly in your life? Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, we're going to leave this stress. Come on. We we don't actually have any more to say. We're not experts on it, and we really didn't put more time into it. So we're going to keep it light and fluffy here. Um, So... Something that's bright, which is means that it's encouraging, would be that a friend of mine gave me a devotional by Priscilla Shiler that I had seen a while ago that I'm really excited. And so I'm encouraged by this friend because they're taking care of me and they're going, hey, this might encourage you. This might help you spiritually. And it's a help them so they're like hey here you go so I'm encouraged and that's my bright because it's like a bright spot of like something to look forward to as my next devotional and then my bubbly was um another friend had me come to a party not a birthday party but a party and we had so much fun with just like all girls playing games having fun and it was just great to be in a place where like icebreaker aspect games like happen and then from there on just clean fun and fellowship with friends oh yeah what about you tori what was your bright and bubbly or one you want to bring up oh i gotta think about this but i think i have it so my bright and encouraging would be i am i started a workout program so stage one is done and i'm moving on to stage two but i have like these little trackers to see how much weight i've been lifting and all of that and so i looked back at my four weeks in stage one and my weights my lifting of the weights has gone up and like even when i had to like take a week off because i had a shoulder injury um (laughs) anyways i had a shoulder injury so but looking back on that and being like, oh, my gosh, I did even after that was able to lift and all of that. Um, so that was just encouraging to myself. So that's hey. self-encouragement. Um, and then my bubbly and my fun would be you brought that little game and we did it as like a little icebreaker today, uh, which was just so fun because it's just yeah. a fun little game. Should we tell them the game? Yes. Okay, I don't know if you've heard of this, but this is more of a like throwback high school, junior high game that was probably more in early 2000s. 
um, maybe 90s. I don't know where it came from, but it's called MASH, which is mansion, apartment, shack, or house. And you basically like reveal or go and look into your future in a sense for silliness about how where you will live who you will marry what car you will have and like what career or how much money you're gonna make and so I bought this game one day spur of like spur the moment at TJ Maxx where for just a couple dollars I could play this game with friends and just have fun with like just silly stuff of like telling the future and you put in like four options of things that could be your in your future and then you have like this point system on how to figure out how to like eliminate things and so Tori and I did it as a uh, icebreaker beforehand just to have fun because not only are we podcasters but we're friends first yes go out be blessed encourage somebody and don't be stressed you got God on your side 